5.36, good morning. It's Tuesday, August 13th. Tuesday the 13th, creepy, creepy. Uh, we have a really busy show here today. Some guests dropping by. Tacos and Trivia Tuesday. I gotta see what our prize is for that. Probably uh, more uh, Champions of Magic, which I know you're excited to go to, Floyd. I think I get tickets, but yeah, I want to see it. Um, Tacos and Trivia Tuesday is going to be right after 7 o'clock this morning, and you are going to be of immense help to uh, to our to any listener that wants to play, because today's theme... Is it, is it what I think it is? What? What you hinted to yesterday? What did I hint to? I forget. My favorite beverage right yes. now? Yes. Yes. Today, today it's White Claw Tacos and Trivia Tuesday. After that, 7.30, uh, Fred Allison, the director of all things marketing at Levis Commons, will drop by and talk about the proposed Perrysburg Dora. Panel full of ladies, Jeffy McGee will be here as well to play the trailer game and talk about things that are streaming, things to download and watch in the rated games coming up right after 6 o'clock. To uh, get in touch with the show today, Scott... My apologies. I had a Podbean upload issue yesterday, so today you get two podcasts. Oh, Stefan was over it too. <laughs> he was like, "Where's the podcast?" I go, "I don't know." I I'm couldn't. Napping. It was a. It was. A, I could. I couldn't upload it. So you've get one. Yesterday's podcast was uploaded today this morning already. And you can't fight technology, but right. Better late than never. 419-240-1055 to get in touch with the show. Text or for phone calls like uh, 820 today. We'll get you qualified to fly away to just about anywhere in the continental U.S. Thanks to American Airlines, Toledo Express, the Port Authority, and more and more on our website, q1055.com. That's at 820. 419-240-1055. Good morning. It's 538. It's Eric Chase and the one and only Floyd. Hi. I've got to warn you before six o'clock. This will be uh, could be a rather forlorn beginning to the show. Oh, what happened? We'll get to your back issue. Okay. I have dog stuff. Don't, don't let me near your dog. Okay. Did you? Uh, okay. All any me and dogs lately are not a good combo. <gasps> like I mentioned yesterday, but people might not know. This is with D I D D Y. Yeah. So Franklin was was put to sleep over the weekend because he had. Lymphoma mm-hmm. beneath his or beneath his jaw, his throat. Yeah. It felt like he was sucking on two tennis balls. Mm. Um, the, I mean, it's never the worst because he's still alive. But but as as I suspected and as some, some friends warned me of, did he probably tore his cruciate ligament in his left knee? Oh, is that where the limping's coming from? Yeah, like a like a football player when they tear mm. an ACL. Um, so he's on medication for for the week. Hopefully, swelling will go down and he'll be okay. But it's the I, I take their vet is Community Pet Care, which is mm. at the end, which is at the trail in Detroit. Um, very reasonably priced. My vet visit yesterday for his exam and the pills were forty two dollars. Oh, good, 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 good. Yeah, and I had already going in there, kind of earmarked. $3,500? You were just ready, yeah. Well, not not yesterday, but um, I, I, I'm thankful and I'm fortunate, but I'm also responsible with my money. So I began to put the 3500 aside for mm. for his impending surgery. Um, the vet, I think Dr. Johnson, said it's there's a better than 50% chance, probably much better, that he's going to need to have surgery. Oh. And I guess I take him over to West Suburban for that. So, or a cone. 
He won't wear it. He, <laughs> I was like, oh, I always felt bad when dogs have a cone. I'm like, how are you living life? Back in May, he had surgery to have something removed off of his paw, which was cancer. Mm-hmm. He's all clear of that. The cone didn't work then. But <laughs> it sure as hell ain't going to work now. Me taping a sock, one of my cut up socks oh, on his paw. you did tell me that, yeah. He healed okay, but every day when I came home from work, it was off. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then I guess it's like a three-month recovery, but in four weeks, he'll be back up and doing things. I mean, he doesn't have a... It's likely he's going to need the surgery. Um, and we're not super active. He doesn't run in the backyard or anything. Mm-hmm. Just got to go up and down the stairs, get up onto my bed, and we, right. we take pretty long walks, which is one thing that I'll have to adjust maybe just his days of long walks might be done yeah i just might have to take andre um i and kind of the reason i'm a little sullen is i don't want him to be in discomfort or pain his lifestyle will be affected but you know selfishly mine will be as well one of the few things that i actually enjoy i actually there are very few things but i enjoy walking the dogs yeah uh, I, people have questioned me before, like, why do you take the dogs on like four or five walks a day? Because I enjoy it. And also keeps you active too, you know, and keeps your mental health at, you know what I mean? Fresh and renewed. Yep. So, yeah. oh, that stinks. But at least, well, worse knock than- on wood for me, hearing the story from the outside listening, it's not as bad as it could be, you know what oh, I mean? Oh, how, I mean, I, I mean, it's still your... Like, he won't lose a leg. Well, which is also your biggest fear. Right, your biggest fears. If he would have lost a leg to the to the cancer, uh, no. But it's still going to be a long four weeks process. Well, we're not done yet. Oh Lord! So the good news is, I guess that's only like a twenty five hundred dollar surgery. Yay! <laughs> He's about nine and a half years old. He's he is. Very energetic. Mm-hmm. Um, when they, they looked up how old he was yesterday, they didn't believe it. I'm like, yeah, he really, people call him a puppy because he's so boisterous and, right. and energetic. Um, but he is what would be considered an older dog. Mm-hmm. And he could have a good five, he could have a good five years of, of, of good health left because mm-hmm. um, he's a smaller dog. He's 30 pounds. The problem, as some people had told me yesterday on Facebook, and I didn't want to run with Facebook information. <laughs> Don't do that. But it was from, from reasonable people. Uh, and the doctor confirmed it yesterday. I think she said the number was 80. There's an 80% chance he tears the other one because of the compensation. Because oh, he's putting a lot of stress on the other one? Yeah. Oh, so man. then it becomes what could be like a $5,000 surgery. And I, I'm not... We're not there yet. I'm just trying to take this day by day. And it is what it is, mm-hmm. uh, but that that bothers me, and it it has briefly made me think about something that I considered long ago, like how much are you willing to keep your dog alive? And I have I have no desire to put him down, right? But um, five thousand dollars for a dog of, of his age at whatever the time is. Look, he he could be good for like because we don't because he's not we're not running around all over the place. Maybe the twenty percent will hang in there, and he'll have a the other leg will be reconstructed, and he'll be fine. So, hmm. just trying to take it day by day, but it's uh, it's, it's forward and positive thinking. I know. Ugh. So that I mean, you said the worst didn't happen. Like he gets to keep his legs. Yeah, but unfortunately, like, but neither like, of them might be good. I would say, as you followed up with, like, I never thought about 
When you, it's kind of like when you break one, like as a human, you break a limb, you never realize how much you have to need the other one or how much you actually use that one broken arm. Yep. Or like, or like when I have my back pain flares up, I never realize how much I'm like, damn, I twist my back a lot. Like, you right. know what I mean? You move a lot. You're like, you never know how much you, dep- you take it for granted. That's what I wish nothing but the best. Cause I don't, nothing Thank I you. could say is going to be better and make it better. But you know, it's funny when I get like down and depressed uh, it's a totally different kind of feeling from from this because that is a lot in my head mm-hmm. and I just have to find a way to pull myself out of it. It's funny, like with real, like life depressing stuff, mm-hmm. um, it's a totally different feeling and I can manage it seemingly better because I have to be rational and logical about it. Like there's, there's nothing I can do right. and I might at some point have to decide to put him down sooner than he's ready because of whatever but we'll see but it was it was so the dog sleep in bed with me mm-hmm. uh andre literally sleeps in any crevice in my body he can find <laughs> because he's a little dachshund beagle mix and dachshunds bury um diddy is not affectionate he's he, like leave me alone he is a good companion but he is not affectionate right. at all he doesn't really give kisses he doesn't like mm-hmm. give him pause about the only kind of desire for affection he wants is he likes his butt rubbed mm-hmm. and he does a little dance have you ever seen dogs do that yeah they kind of high step yeah and he'll at times roll over on his back and put all the paws up in there and he likes chest rubs mm-hmm. but he's not really affectionate um which like a cat like he's like I'm here for yes. you, but you're here for me. Good companion, but not affection. <laughs> and considering there is a lack of intimacy and affection in my life, I'll take whatever I can get. That's <laughs> right. why if Andre wants to kiss me till my skin falls off, do it. <laughs> but last, so so, Diddy made it upstairs last night, but he didn't come up. He didn't go up on his own when I was okay. taking when I was taking a shower. And then uh, when we went to bed, he did. I I he realized that he went upstairs. But he went into the room we don't use. There's a big chair in there he likes to sit in. And I wasn't going to force him to sleep in bed with me. Um, like you're not feeling well. Do you boo? Have you? right right. But then I woke up this morning and he was in my room sitting on um some pair of pants that I took off. He likes doing that. Yeah. Towels that I've used, whatever. Because yeah. well, it's your smell and it's yep. it's you. You're leader of the pack. And he was shaking a little bit. And then this morning, he didn't take his med, probably because I think he's he's got some anxiety about all this. Mm-hmm. Gets it from his dad. And there's a little you know, sullen leaving the house this morning, but it is what it is. So, unfortunately, it's it's about worst case scenario. Yeah. Hmm. And then, and then again, Franklin died the other day. So. I know. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, Frank, Frank. It's 547 with the morning reboot. Um, more medical stuff. Yeah. Your trip to the ER? Yeah. All right, sit tight. We'll get to that next on Q105. Good morning, 547. 550 on Q105. Good morning. It's... The morning reboot, Eric Chase and Floyd 820 today. Uh, no way you're going to hang around till then, although we'd appreciate it if you could. Um, Should we have one person who has us on the number two dial at work? I'm sorry? I'm sure there's one person at work who has us like, on the number two dial because they have to listen to other stations or they have like corporate radio play, but they're like, mm-mm, I need my boys. So the- if you're with us all day, 
Hey, girl, hey. App streaming. Oh Easy to find us uh, whenever you want. Of course, the podcast, which you get to today. Yesterday's and then today's once we wrap up. Um, 8.20, you get a chance to get qualified to fly away to anywhere. More on our website, q1055.com. Uh, I just looked up her page, and I'm very disappointed that she's leaving. Mm-hmm. I know, I know. I don't know if we're allowed to say anything, but yeah. Oh, it's it's on her face. Is it? Okay, okay. So, Brigitte, I love you. Bridget, who does the downtown daily that you see on the ProMedica garage. Emmy award-winning mm-hmm. Bridget from BCAM. Yeah, she's uh, she's leaving for Atlanta. She, uh, I saw her and Tim. They were broadcasting like the whole afternoon the other day at Jeep Fest. Uh-huh. And I was standing next to my friend Jody while Bridget and Tim were up on stage. Mm-hmm. And I see her waving. And I'm like, Jody, she needs you. She Go, go. <laughs> she's like, no, she wants you. I'm like, oh. And then I got to sit next to Bridget. Stop it. (laughs) And I got to sit next to Bridget. And maybe it was because it was early in the morning and I wasn't thinking about it. I was trying to make sure we did our show when she came in Uh here. Sitting next to her on the TV set. It was a beautiful sunny day, but her radiant beauty is why I kept. <laughs> and, and though, like ah, uh, is why I kept my sunglasses on. All the girls at BK, like Allie, Jordan, like because I ran into them yesterday because we were rehearsing for my pride number, and then I was like, I know that laugh because I heard like Jordan's little cackle. I was like, I don't. Where do I know that? And I turned around, and I just saw this mop of blonde hair, and I go. Jordan! And she goes, Floyd! And then, like, Bridget, like, popped her head over. She goes, Floyd! I go, oh, my God, that's my girls! I'm like, it's the gayest thing you've ever seen on Adams besides what's going to happen this weekend. But I was like, girls, what are we doing? And they're like, this is Bridget's going away little handlebar tour. And I go, where are you going? And then she, like, filled me in. I was like, congratulations, all that jazz. So, good things happen to those who put in the work and effort. And go, girl, go. I, it's too long for me to read where she's going, but I, I'm looking forward to reading it. And I, she is immensely talented. There mm-hmm. are several people here where we live in the media who are f- far too talented to be, I don't want to say stuck, mm-hmm. but but here in Toledo, they, they could easily be in larger media markets, which is what many people aspire to thank do. You, thank you, Eric. You're welcome. You're thank one you. of them. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Uh, quickly, Jordan from... Tol, but this is where his home is. Uh-huh. Our our boy Jordan Strack, who is have you? Do you follow him on Twitter? No. Okay. Well, but been, you like and retweet him a lot, so it's like I'm following him. He's been in uh, <laughs> he's been in Italy with the UT women's basketball team, and I uh, keep saying Toledo Bachelor in Paradise because uh-huh. he's so Jordan um, new on WTOL uh, Ariel, who is a reporter. Mm-hmm. And, I do. I've seen her show up, and I've followed her. Yep. Uh, Danny, also at BCSN, and off the top of my head, those are the three that stand out to me the most. People are like wonderfully gifted, and if they wanted to to leave to go to bigger places, more glamorous media mm-hmm. places, they, they easily could. Um, not glamorous being in the ER. No. So, like I said, yesterday I, it was a busy day, and you had said that I was in a mood yesterday. Yep. A suicide burp. Sorry, I apologize. I didn't feel it, but I did feel uneasy in my body. There was something going on with my body. So let's fast forward. I did rehearsal for Pride, felt fine. Um, I have a abscess on my back, which we found out later. <laughs> I'm trying to give you the fast fast forward version. No, take, version. take your time. Okay, take so your we time. had rehearsal, and I was just sweating. Like, like I'm a dancer. I don't, don't let my big body fool you. I can move. My mom had me in classes. I know how to dance. 
Like, so there's no way that I should have been the way I was yesterday. I just was like flop sweating and like shortness of breath. And I was like, well, I haven't danced in a while. It is kind of muggy in this basement. You know, making up all the excuses before getting to like a medical issue. Typical man. <laughs> Legit. Like, deal. It'll deal. Go I'll away. take it. I'll take it. Yeah. I'm still breathing, even though my breath is, breath is shallow. I'm still alive. So I go home and like, so I was like, you know what? I have this time. I'm not sleepy. Let me start making my pride costumes, and I'm doing a group number, so I'm going to start um, sewing and hot gluing and all this crafty stuff, and all of a sudden, my back just starts throbbing, and I'm just like, well, maybe my ibuprofen were off. Once again, being a man, making up excuses. So, like, I go look in the mirror. I'm like, oh, the swelling kind of looks like it's going down. First off, it's not going down, you guys. I, in my head, I'm just like, oh, it's kind of going down. So I was like, well, let me do my warm compress, all this other stuff, you know, I Googled everything. And then I did the, when I went to urgent care, she gave me like what to do, keep doing the warm Mm -hmm. compress instead of me wasting the money and going in. So I kept doing that. And I was like, okay, the pain kind of went away. Pop my ibuprofen like I did, whatever. So I went to lay in bed because I was like, I'm tired. I got to get up. And I just like laid on my back and like it's throbbing. Like it's just a pain for anyone who has pain. It just throbs. So all of a sudden I just lay there and it's like, if the best way to describe it, if you put your five fingers on your one hand and put it in the palm of your other and just push and spread out, mm. like this, that sensation. But imagine that just a tingle pain. In the, and then my back went numb. And I was like, whoo! And, and that's the exact noise I made. So I called my mom and she's like, get your ass to the ER or like somewhere. And I was like, well, I can deal with it. Let me take a warm sh- I, I do not have insurance. So, like, I was like, I'm trying to find any other way to get the pain away. I said, well, I just took my ibuprofen. It hasn't kicked in yet. Let me take a warm shower. That's like a warm compress, blah, blah, blah. So, I'm, like, laying there, and all of a sudden, like, my shoulder is just, like, throbbing. So, like, now it's just all over my back. And I'm just like, what the hell? Wait, speed it up. because So, we're, we're yeah, on time yeah, yeah. here. So, so, I go to the ER, and she's like, oh, you have an abscess. And I go, yeah, I know. I get those, blah, 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 blah. So, then she <laughs> pokes and prods me. Nothing comes out. So, like, she starts feeling it's firm. She's like, oh, you're infected. So then, like, she mm. numbed me and, like, incisioned me. Nothing came out. So it's not like it's deep. There's just nothing in there. So long story short, she put me on antibiotics, and I have a cut on my back, so I have to change this dressing, like, every six hours. So Who's going to change it? Probably my mom. I have a band. Mm. She's good. She, the dressing. <laughs> so Thank I have, you. So I went to like Walmart last night and just bought a pack of like big dressings. And so like I do my ibuprofen, warm compress. So good story. There's nothing in there. So it's at its last stages. I just have to wait for it to go away. And she said that could be anywhere between <laughs> literally. She's like, you can wake up tomorrow could be gone. Or next Monday. So I'm in it for the next one to five days. I have a question. Yes. What kept you from getting it tended to sooner? Was it more it'll go away or the insurance thing? No, it was, um, I've got them before. Hmm. And they normally. It just goes away. I get them all. I've gotten them since like my teenagers in junior high. They've always went away. This one Three and a half weeks. She's strong. She's stubborn. So they've they've always gone away. And my mom and I kept making jokes like, maybe it's my twin, because twins run in my family. It's like, maybe it's my twin just reaching the surface. It's called Alan. Alan the abscess. (laughs) Alan. But no. So So in the first uh, part of the show here, we've talked about uh, a dead dog. 
uh, an injured dog, and Floyd's abscess. Yeah, and then because I asked her, I said, "Does that does the abscess take?" into consideration what I was feeling the past few days. She's like, oh, yeah. She's like, because all your body's energy is going to that infection. She's like, I was like, because I was dancing, and I felt, like, lightheaded. She goes, oh, yeah, all your blood is probably rushing to that area to tend for it and uh, try to, heal it. to try to heal it. Yeah. So I was like, that wouldn't make sense. And I woke up today. I, f- I f- She's still there, but, like, I felt rejuvenated. Like, I wasn't as fatigued as I've been the past few days. So hopefully... Because you're relieved. You probably... I know you said you only slept four hours, Mm -hmm. but you probably got some rest knowing at least what it was. It was a good four-hour sleep. I'm not even going to lie about it. You don't look tired at all. No, but yeah. The relief alone, knowing that what it is, you'll be okay, you got it looked at, allows you some relief to feel a little better. Yeah, and then I post on Facebook that I'm on antibiotics. They're like, what are you going to do for pride? You can't drink. I said, I can drink anytime I want to after the antibiotics. I'm actually taking pride this year. Calm down, people. And actually, it's too hot to be drinking at pride, especially when you're a performer. So like, when they think that all us performers just get drunk at pride, no. We attempt to get there, but it's always so hot. We're just cycle. We're just sweating. So I'm okay. I'm okay with not being drunk this year at Pride. I promise you. Anytime you reflexively go to grab something, grab it and hand it to me. That's fine. I'll I'll drink for you. I gotta show you what Stefan got made for me this weekend, which is probably gonna go to waste. Show all of us. Six o'clock with the morning reboot. We'll get to the rated game in less than fifteen minutes, and it was not anthrax. If you didn't hear, it was <laughs> just something on your table. That's around six thirty. Six thirteen on Q one hundred five. Good morning. It's the morning reboot. Sorry for uh, missing a podcast post yesterday, but you've got it now. You actually had it earlier this morning. Uh, some some issues uploading, but it's good to go now. But we want you to listen to this now. If you uh, if you do your commute and then listen to whatever wherever you go for work uh, that podcast is available you can also of course stream us if you would like as your schedule begins to get back to i guess back to school or back to work normal as summer wraps up yeah i think that's um for many parents my sister no my nephew goes back friday and i know maybe i think the Elementary school kids, they go back Thursday or Friday, too. Remember what Ashley was telling us? Because it's a half day on Friday. Yeah, there's like, uh, who else? To- oh, uh, my friend Lucas. He's 11. I think he goes to school in Sylvania. But he okay. was talking about having, like, two first days. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? That's so crazy. And how co- quickly, before we do the, the rated game here on Q105, I don't. how come picture day is the first day? It isn't? I mean, how, how come it is? It is. See, for me, it was like month three in. Right. Because like, they send out a little press release, and then the package you have to sign for, and your mom got you a new outfit, and she always said, don't you mess that outfit up. I'm like, all right. This is the first thing you do, run to the sandbox. You're like, look at me. I'm a free spirit. We, you get your butt whooped when you get home. We all, I remember you wanted to have your your first day of school, your back-to-school look, mm-hmm. fresh shoes, fresh outfit. And I guess somebody in the school system said, hey, you know what? This is the best they're ever going to look. Let's right. get a picture. I guess, see, yeah, mine mine wasn't like that. It was three months in. Um, the rated game, uh, overrated, underrated, properly rated here on Q105. Let's start with where our friend Bridget from um, Buckeye uh, is going. <laughs> Don't do this to me. Atlanta. Okay, so I'm speaking purely from a middle American standpoint. I have no desire to go there. As a person of color, a black man, I'm a stand by the statement. 
Overrated. Okay. Next up. Uh, this was kind of a big story yesterday. You may have seen it because the, their, this person's uh, works are now digital. Overrated, underrated, properly rated. J.D. Salinger. Properly rated? Catcher in the Rye. Oh, yeah, probably. that's fine. That's fine. I'm not seeking that out. Okay. I'm not in high Next school. up. <laughs> Trophies. Those are... Mmm. See... Old school Floyd, like back in the day when we had to earn one, mm-hmm. would definitely say they are underrated. But now they're overrated because you can get a trophy for anything. Half time, half time, you can buy your own trophy and be like, I'm this great person. I'm like, well, you know what? You are. Next up, Facebook Marketplace, where you may or may not want to buy mm-hmm. women's underwear. See, I would say properly rated, but. I've bought one thing off the marketplace, but I see if they're mutual friends with, if I have mutual friends with that person. Okay. That's how I go about buying. So if I don't have any mutual friends with you, odds are I'm not buying your panties from Victoria's Secrets at $10 a pop. Next up, Magic. Oh, it's underrated because I, I, I go from 36 to like 12. Like I love the art of illusion. Like if you do something in front of my face, I love that mad. I will never lose that hint of imagination and seeing it in front of my face. So I definitely, for me personally, underrated. Have you seen magic shows live? No, I've never seen one. Champions of Magic. I know, I know, I know. I just want to see someone get sawed in half and see them really sawed in half. <laughs> Guts everywhere. Yes, <laughs> yes. Person screaming, ah! Next up, overrated, underrated, properly rated, school lunch. Ooh, see, that, that's a whole week. You got to pick a day. Um, School Properly rated because it does serves its purpose. Okay. Next up, you mentioned it uh, off the air. We'll get to it in entertainment. Uh, the Missy Elliott song, Work It. Ooh. Oh, she has so many. Um, I'm going to say it's, oh, it's properly rated because when that song comes on, people lose their gourd. All right. Same kind of thing. Overrated, underrated, properly rated. Get your freak on. Ooh, crack the home, sitting, baby, hit, baby, hit, baby, doo, 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 doo. Now that's underrated because it's got outshadowed by work it, which is what you want to do as an artist to make your next single like pop on the next album. But when you hear that, whatever he says in the beginning, hit, baby. Like when you hear her say, everyone is gearing up for two minutes and 15 seconds when she says, quiet, hush your mouth. Sauce when I spit it out, and everyone in their brain, because in this moment it's not offensive. You look at your best friend, you go, and you like spake fit on the spit on them, and they're like, Yes, yeah, I love, de- I love that song. I love her. I think part of the reason that I'm I'm down with Lizzo so much is that she's giving me my Missy vibe that I've wanted mm-hmm. back for so long. Mm-hmm. One minute, man. Oh my god. You know, underrated. You, you know, I look like Missy Elliott. Just want to throw that out there. Uh, one, <laughs> one last thing in the in the rated game here: Italian, like authentic Italian food. I would say underrated, just because of the. I don't think I've ever actually had it, but I've I watched my good PBS shows, and they they actually do like cooking in Italy, and I would say underrated because I don't. Think we have it here? Like, I don't There's some good Italian places. Like there's good Italian places, but like I would like to. I think everyone's dream is to have, have authentic Italian food, not even Italian, like or even like Spanish food or Mexican food. Like 
on like the beach in Mexico or like on a villa in Italy. Like just actually have an Italian waiter come to you and be like, ah, I'm like, ah. Ciao. Um, Is that what they say? Maybe. Okay. My friend, Melissa, is actually listening right now, and she's in Italy, so there's no excuse oh, to not she's... listen to us in, in Monclova or wherever. Um, <laughs> she's been home, but she's back now, and I asked the Italian food thing because I've asked her, like, I can't travel. I won't travel for whatever reason, so I, I like to ask when, like, Philip, I'm asking Philip, like, all these questions. Right. Like, Do you call people mate yet? Did you watch the EPL all weekend? <laughs> so I asked Melissa a ton of questions, and the one thing that I remember is she said, so she'll really never enjoy wine here ever again after drinking Ooh, it in Italy. Oh, I believe it. I believe it. Um, It was not anthrax yesterday. We have a lot of drug news. Okay, so I know, we'll get there, but I'm just like, what, what's up with people? We have a lot of drug news to get to in news and a new sculpture that you can think about coming to uh, <laughs> your reviled roundabout. One of them. We'll do that all in less than 15 minutes. Bad news, breaking news, fake news, local news, and even real news. And yeah, just the news you need with the morning reboot with Eric Chase on Q105. 633, Floyd has lots of papers. We have news. Kind of scary, but not that big a deal. Uh, yesterday, rescue crews were responding to a hazmat situation at the courthouse, as well as the McDonald's on Holland, Sylvania. Upon testing of the substance, it was a white powdery substance, it was determined it was nothing more than an artificial sweetener. Sweet and low. Mm-mm-mm. I was going to make a joke, but it's not the time. Uh, according to <laughs> spokesperson with the TFD, a white powdery substance was found inside an envelope and the building was evacuated. <clears throat> the clerk who found the substance immediately stepped away from the envelope and notified authorities the building HVAC system was shut down and evacuated. Mm. In all the times I can remember these stories, thankfully it's never like anthrax or anything right. like that. It's just... One, someone making a mistake or someone with a, an awful, an awfully criminal sense of humor. Yeah, like I like <clears throat> I just wonder, was it like delivered in the mail or just sit in the envelope sitting there? Someone's like, oh, I got too much sugar for my coffee. It was just like, oh, there's an envelope next to me. Just, just throw it away. Yeah. Uh, next up, the medical marijuana dispensary in BG that was supposed to open yesterday, Soothe has been backed up a day, maybe more. They announced their plans to open yesterday. Mark Jacobs, not the designer, Mm -hmm. its designated representative said he predicts it should open today, but definitely by tomorrow. Soothe received its certificate of operation from the Ohio Board of Pharmacy last week and became the 26th licensed dispensary in the state. Ron Bissett, a BG resident who attempted to visit Soothe to be their first customer, said he's been driving to Toledo um, for what he needs and is glad to have a much closer option. Our dispensary here, Rise, opened in May. It fills one of two available slots for medical marijuana facilities in Lucas County, which is its own district. I've talked to you about this before. It's not legal in Ohio, right? Medical. Medical's legal? I believe so, yes. This is so much legal jargon. I, mean, I just went cross-eyed. Okay. Yeah, it's like just legalized it all? Yeah, for the most part. It seems like it's territorial, to be honest. Like, there's one in Sandusky. There's one in Toledo. Well, now there's one in BG. Choose, just make it, because people are going to find it no matter what. And I mean, whatever. It could, <laughs> instead, whatever. Of, uh, instead of taking the ibuprofen for your back, you could have uh, smoked a joint to relieve some pain. I'm cool. I like my eyes to be open. You don't <laughs> smoke weed, do you? No. Okay. That was an awkward pause. Brownies? 
How dare you? <clears throat> what? I'm a professional. So? They don't test here. How dare you? I'm a diabetic. I think you might endear yourself if you uh, <laughs> told people that you were an, an advocate of the weed. The public is, invent- <laughs> is invented in a tin to do that. So... <laughs> Moving on. Uh, when I took Diddy to the vet yesterday, I used the full, fully functioning Detroit and Glendale roundabout. The, the one street <clears throat> in Toledo that works. Uh, right outside Ernest Brew Works. It's a wonderful, it's like a miniature roundabout. It's uh-huh. smaller than a lot of them. One of the first ones we got was, uh, it, this is the one I'm thinking of, Cherry Street and Manhattan Boulevard. It's like just leaving the old West End, right? Yes. Yes, 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 yes. yes. So when people hate a roundabout, what do you do? You yield. No. What? You get an art sculpture there. Oh. Um, they're considering a sculpture for that roundabout. The meeting starts at 5 o'clock on Wednesday uh, with a tour of the Urban Gardens at the Grace Community Center. The 20-foot-high sculpture vessel will be created by uh, an artist team of RDG Delqua Studio Art Studio from uh, Des Moines. Uh, the project is a partnership with the Art- Arts Commission and Mercy Health Systems, and the meeting portion will begin around 5.30 to discuss vessel. Two things about this roundabout. Get rid of the LED lights that are in the circle because they look like cars at okay. night. And I just don't want the sculpture to look like the thing coming off the Anthem Main Trail. It's horrific. It's not my favorite. <laughs> we'll put it that way. Looks like you're being mauled by body parts mm-hmm. in the middle of a man's body. Shaped like an acorn. Mm-hmm. Acorn. <laughs> it's you shaped. It's, it has like that. Oh, that, oh pine cone. Sorry, pine yeah. cone. Looks like a pine cone. Yeah, yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, the Wood County Fairgrounds has started to fill up as the tractor pullers from around the world begin moving their stuff in for this weekend. The 2019 National Tractor Pulling Championship. This is argu- arguably the biggest event in BG. <clears throat> um, upwards of 25,000 people show up for it. City officials told WTOL the routing for the traffic for the tractor pullers has been unchanged but visitors are going to deal with construction it's really the impact of the visitors just understanding that there's an active construction project downtown it doesn't alter the fact that businesses are still open if people want to visit downtown people certainly can still do that according to bg's public information officer joe fawcett uh joe fawcett just follow the signs and the championships begin on thursday Humane Ohio is caring for several kittens that had life-threatening medical issues. More than half of the litter needed surgery because of an infection. A cat and her six kittens were rescued by a woman in Lima. She brought them to Humane Ohio to be fixed and get the medical care most of them needed for the kittens and had an eye that was severely infected. According to Humane Ohio, it was a viral infection that spread within the litter because of the infection, the eyes ruptured. The four kittens had an eye removed last week. The other two were okay. Um, they're all doing well with the foster family and they're expected to be up for adoption in a couple of weeks after their eye stitches are out. Mm. And last up, if you'd like to follow in the footsteps of Jerry Anderson and be a bus driver, your services are needed. There is a bus driver shortage in the area. In Springfield, there's a bus right in front of the high school recruiting bus driver candidates. Bus driving is a strange injury industry, according to... The director of transportation for Springfield, Ron Smith. It's not one of those jobs people want to come out and do unless they're extremely dedicated. Um, Brad Amsiger, the executive director for TPS, says, you think a bus driver sits behind the wheel and drives a bus. There's a lot of little things that go into it. You're basically responsible for driving a 13-ton moving vehicle in the streets of Toledo with 40 to 50 kids on board. This is surprising. One of the growing challenges that bus drivers face is almost every student on the bus has a cell phone and is more than willing to share things on social media instantly. 
What's so eventful about your bus trip? I love. See, you know th- that's an impacting career though. Cause I remember my bus driver from like third grade to like high school. Mm-hmm. So like, and it, sometimes it's the for sadly for many kids, it's the first adult that'll say good morning and hi to you. Well said. It, it, sadly, but uh, the other true. thing that I guess hinders potential workers, it's a split shift. You go in in the morning, you're off, you got to find something new, then the afternoon for the pickup. Uh, some people like it. Others need a 12-month full-time position as a result. You're also off in the summertime as well. Many school districts are now offering drivers positions at the school to fill out their schedules. Pay for drivers is becoming more competitive at an average of $16 to $20 an hour for some districts with signing bonuses as well. Not to put Jerry Anderson's business out there, <laughs> but to put his business out there he likes it and he said it's it's he drives in bg mm-hmm. he gets full-time wages for like uh 25 right. hour work week and then i actually was because i when you read that um the split shift and they're off in the summer most places um i know special needs adult communities and special need teenagers and like even summer camps if you're a bus driver they'll if you're literally just like I'm a bus driver. Here's my credentials. They'll hire you. So, like, you can find work throughout the year. Yep. Because my friend, um, Kayla, her mom's a bus driver. So, she finds work through the summer helping out, like, with, like, Ann Grady and type of stuff. Like, I don't know if she works there specifically, but, like, definitely the um, special needs community. Definitely look for bus drivers in the summer. So, mm-hmm. it could be a year-round position for you. So, definitely, uh, it, definitely seek it out. If you like driving and you can deal with some... That's- too potentially much, rowdy kids. It's a good paycheck. Too much pressure for me. That's that's a lot of lives in my hand. I will turn this bus. See, around. I'm that person. Like I would love to be a bus driver, but also my fantasy of being a bus driver is Miss Frizzle from the Magic School Bus, and I know we're not going to fly to outer space. So, no, you could <laughs> seatbelts, everyone. Uh, there's some more <laughs> Old Town Road drama, oh. and. Katy Perry has a sexual assault allegation to deal with. That's before 7 o'clock. In uh, less than a half an hour, 7.15 or so, you're going to enlist Floyd's help because he is the white, he is the wizard of white claws. <laughs> it's not Ravenclaw. It's not Gryffindor. Did I say it right? Gryffindor. Yeah. It's the wizard of white claw for Tacos and Trivia Tuesday. We've got prizes for that. Oh, I need a white claw. 6.55 on the morning reboot. Good morning. Yes, could we get you a wizard-like hat <laughs> oh. with the White Claw logo? Yeah, there we go. Ask Sam to get on that. <laughs> um, good morning, Q105, the morning reboot. Eric and Floyd. Yesterday's podcast is now posted. Sorry it was late. Um, so this means you get two today. They were so mad about it, too. I got, like, Snapchat um, messages, and I got a text message. I was like... I don't know, you guys. I'm napping. I don't, I don't feel well. I don't know what's happening. There's podcasts I go to listen to when I go to sleep, and I like when if it's not there. So I know how mm-hmm. you feel. I know exactly how you feel. I apologize. Um, you pointed this out to me. This is not in the sites that I normally go to, but Katy Perry has a sexual assault allegation to deal with. Mm-hmm. John Close, spelled like Carly. Yes. K L O S S, who appeared in the Teenage Dream video. Um, is is the uh, is the cl- the person making the claim here? Um, said she was cold to him when others were around, but warm and friendly when they were alone. He also said she invited him to a strip club, but he turned it down. He claims he and Perry ran into each other several times after her divorce from Russell Brand, and that's when this misconduct 
happened. This one time I brought a friend who was dying to meet her. It was such and such's birthday. And when I saw her, we hugged and she was still my crush. But as I turned to introduce my friend, she pulled my sweats and underwear out as far as she could to show a couple of her guy friends and the crowd around us my penis. Can you imagine how pathetic and embarrassed I felt? Pathetic. Mm. See, <laughs> see. All right. So the friend that she's talking about, that he's talking about, also came to Katie's defense and was like, dude, that never happened. It was literally, he was like, he was like, along the lines of, they were all partying and they were all dancing and grinding. And he was like, you were having a great time. And then you made an advance on her and she was like, I'm just out of a divorce. No, thank you. So he, the guy, the other guy, the friend that came with him was kind of like, you're mad because you got shot down and now you're using this opportunity. He was like, yes, things are getting hot and heavy, but that's what young adults do when they're drinking and having a good time at a party and dancing. So his thing never came out via the friend who was like, cause like I read, went down the rabbit hole, went to the guy's Instagram. He's like, yes. And he hashtagged, he at the guy at Josh. Lowe, and so remember when this happened and he commented, he goes, no, don't pull me in this. Cause that never happened that way. Close. Who also complained about his ex and mother of his daughter and his missives. Then launched into a tirade about the perils of the hashtag me too movement. Um, and you hear over and over a million times that males are the great evil on this planet. Meanwhile, you know, the truth power empowers what is corrupt. In people, regardless of their gender. Um, this is bizarre that this is coming up now, just shortly after Katie had to deal with the lawsuit for Dark Horse. Well, like, why all this drama now? And also, not to take away anything from his credibility of his story, but the post the next day was a picture of Kim Kardashian and Kris Jenner, and he said, you want to talk about real power, r- real women with power that are respectable? Dot, dot, dot. And he had any at Kim Kardashian and um, Kris Jenner was like, I know some women in power who can learn from these two. I'm like, you're just a celebrity. This is not helping your case. Honestly, this post, you're just not helping your case. Same whore. I get that sense from him. I can't say yes or no, but I did look at a few of his posts and he does. He's tagged Katy Perry. He's tagged Taylor Swift. He's tagged the kardashian jenner clan he's just it seems like he's just unwell we'll put it that way on another note uh there's a new Katy perry song i believe it's called small talk and i think it's about me too and it's Mm -hmm. about orlando bloom i i think anyway you know me i don't know lyrics real well (laughs) so there's some old town road drama as that song continues to be one of the biggest songs ever and this is in wellesley massachusetts residential street signs bearing the same name as the song keep getting stolen. Currently, the street sign posts are empty. The Department of Public Works is waiting for the song's popularity to fade before replacing the signs again. Um, Apparently, people are taking too much with can't nobody tell me nothing. Um, The town says the incidents are no laughing matters. First responders often rely on street signs in emergencies and missing signs could relay uh, could delay response times. Additionally, each time a sign is taken, it costs two hundred and eighty dollars with labor and um, installation. Wellesley isn't the only area to face old town road related situations. In the district of uh, Sycamus, British Columbia, fans have been stopping to take photos of the local old town road. But after some signs went missing, the local chamber of commerce got smart and started selling copies of the sign for twenty five dollars plus shipping. <laughs> there you go. I mean. People are just stupid. You know, they're, they're like, wait for the popularity of the song to die down. 
Don't hold your breath. Right. It's still going. Full steam ahead. Missy Elliott's going to be the first female rapper to re- receive the Michael Jackson Video Vanguard Award when the 36th annual VMAs are presented on the 26th. This has been a year first for Missy. On June 13th, she became the first female rapper to be inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame. And, and she is the fourth rap artist overall to receive the Vanguard Award following LL Cool J, the Beastie Boys, and Kanye. MTV is continuing to name the award in Jackson's honor. And this is the first time the award has been presented since HBO aired the Leaving Neverland documentary. Jackson won the Vanguard Award in 88. The award was named in his honor three years later. Missy, to my pleasure, will also perform on the VMAs. This will mark her first appearance on the VMA stage since 2003, arguably at the height of her fame. Yeah, and you're welcome, people, because I'm I taking, what did I say off there, 15% credit for this. I hounded MTV on Twitter for three months. Hashtag them. Missy, VMAs, Vanguard Award. Guess what happened yesterday? She got it. Protesting works. There's a, a ton of news today. I'm just trying to see what else I want to do here. Let's do uh, let's do Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds. Mm. They're at it again. The truce seems to be over, and really, it was never meant to last. And Jackman this time has thrown the first punch. Um, they've been friendly feuding over the years with Ryan Reynolds' insistence that Hugh Jackman appear as Wolverine in one of the Deadpool movies. Um, But seemingly after putting their differences aside earlier this year, the bickering was reignited when Jackman suffered an injury while playing the fan-favorite superhero during one of his stops in his one-man tour, The Man, The Music, The Show. The first time I've played hashtag Wolverine (laughs) and actually bled. Clearly, it's Ryan Reynolds' fault. Jackman wrote on an image over uh, the blood on his knuckle. Um... Remember, they had a truce to mend their broken relationship by making ads for each other's beverage companies. (laughs) Reynolds owns Aviation Gin, while Jackman is the creator of Laughing Man Coffee. And of course, um, each is expected to outdo one another. If you go to, I don't know if this is up on our Q105 Facebook page, but it will be, or you can see Hugh Jackman's Instagram. Yeah, it's it's a pretty savage bleed. Mm. And I say that completely tongue-in-cheek. Um, but yeah, Hugh Jackman's out doing this one-man show kind of thing, which I would love to see. I know. I, I, I don't think he's... Is he in America yet? I think he's still overseas. Because he's sure. doing music from The Greatest Showman, too, which yeah. sparked my interest. I was like, I'm in. I'll Google it. Um, let's see. Tacos and Trivia Tuesday is on the way. White Claw is the theme. We've got prizes for you in less than 15 minutes to win for that. Q105. 7.14 here on Q105, a little over an hour from now, around 8.20. We will get you qualified to fly away to anywhere. Q105's fly away to anywhere. Details, full details are to come at 8.20 or so. We'll do that. We lost our caller 10, so now is a chance for you to jump in and answer these Tacos and Trivia Tuesday questions. Champions of Magic at the Stranahan is the tickets you'll win. Let's go. Nothing says Toledo like Tacos Trivia and Eric Chase. We've got two of the three right now. Tacos, Taco Tuesday. On Q105's The Morning Reboot. Favorite song of the week. Mm. Uh, even this song can't make it a sunny, brighter day, but <laughs> here we are. 419-240-1055. 419-240-1055 win if you can correctly answer these questions. And you will, trust me, because the White Claw wizard, the White Claw expert, is sitting 
No more than four feet I'm from me. Legit. The per yeah, that's right. Here we go. Here we go. You are the expert of all things white claw. Hi, who's this? Lindsay. Hi, Lindsay. Good morning. Good morning. What's your favorite flavor of white claw? I drink truly. <laughs> it's fine. So do I. You you don't have to oh, good. you're good, you're good. Do you how come you okay. how come you choose truly over white claw? I don't know. It's just the one I tried first and I like it. So Okay. When you go places, do you do you go like, can I have a, a white claw? Or do you ask for truly? If I'm going out, which I don't do often because I have lots of kids, but um, <laughs> I typically will just go for the calories and carbs because I'm celebrating. Are, yeah. do you, are there more white claws in a six-pack than you have kids? Or do you have more yeah, kids? Yeah, yeah. How many kids do you have? No, there's more. I have four. Okay. So okay. All, almost so a six Almost. Pack. All right, Lindsay, here we go. Floyd will be happy to help you. What animal okay. is in the White Claw logo? A bear, a bird, or a wolverine? Uh, is it the first one, Floyd? Tweet, tweet. Oh, a bird. A bird. Okay. In the White Claw logo as well, what is the water doing? Making a wave, being poured, raining down. I think it's a wave. Floyd seems to agree with you. I'm getting it. <laughs> How many White Claw flavors are there? Twelve, six, or four? There's a lot of truly, so I'm thinking there's 12 of those, too. Floyd, what do you think? Oh, pumpkin six. You know you just told her the answer. Oh, did I? Yeah. Okay. Well, then you said what I think. That's we'll, what I think. We'll change your answer, Lindsay. <laughs> Which of these is not a white claw? Why did I call? <laughs> because you're going to win. Stop it. Which of these is not a white claw flavor? Pure mango cucumber. Mm. Ooh. Maybe cucumber? Floyd, do you know the answer? I sure do. Okay, last up. What year was White Claw introduced? 2006, 2016, 2019? 2016. Lindsay, you got all five absolutely correct. Yay! Well well done. Although I think White Claw needs a cucumber flavor. Well, then it would ruin your... Yeah, that would be kind of good. Then it would ruin your Floyd Claw, which you mix with the effing cucumber vodka. But that would be like, oh my lord, I just thought about something. What? I bought a bottle of cucumber vodka for this weekend. I can't drink it You can. Lindsay, do you uh, you dabble with uh, White Claw mixed drinks yet? Or I'm sorry, truly mixed drinks. I don't. No. Mm-mm. Something to consider. I'll give Lindsay this because <laughs> I I also drink truly. And have you had White Claw before? I have, yeah. Okay, so do you agree with me that truly is a lot lighter on the stomach than White Claw? Because after a few White Claws, I, like you're just sloshing it around in your stomach. Yeah, yeah. I it, it gave me heartburn. Yeah, like oh, White Claw. Sorry. White Claws, I, as much as I love it, that's my drink of choice. It does sit heavy in your stomach after a few. Okay. Lindsay, yeah. hold, hold on a second. Thanks for calling. Don't go anywhere. We have a prize for you. Are you uh, familiar with any of the Truly flavors? No. I. Oh, you know what? Elijah and I went to a Pride, and they had the, um, I can't never, I can't never, I can't say it, but it's spelled like that. 
It's like a Asai. Is that what it's called? Okay, so. yeah. So it's like the berry one. Yeah. And they it wasn't that great, but then we had like a red one. I don't know if it was like cherry or watermelon or something like that. But it was it was better than that one. That one wasn't good at all. Just a heads up, if you're twenty seven, blonde, you wear sandals, have a nice summer outfit. There's a uh so specific. There's a truly sitting in my refrigerator with your name on it. And if you want, I'll put a mural on my wall for you to take a picture. Come here, little girl. I have a blonde wig. I have a two-piece. Uh, yeah, but you, you like didn't specify. 7.20 on the morning <laughs> reboot. Uh, our friend Allison from Levis Commons will be here because it looks like the Dora in Perrysburg is going there. Next. 7.34, good morning. It's the morning reboot on Q105. Eric Chase and Floyd, a little bit after 8, around 8.20 or so. As close to 8.20 as we can get you. We will hopefully get you qualified for our Q105. Fly away to anywhere. Thanks to American Airlines, Toledo Express Airport, Allen Chevrolet, and the Buckeye Wolverine Shop. That's at 8.20 here on Q105. Now, we welcome in Allison Schroeder. Schroeder, you got Schroeder. it? <laughs> Good job. Um, Allison's here because Allison is the director of all things marketing and fun at Levis Commons, which may soon include a downtown outdoor refreshment area. Nailed it. Even though, <laughs> that's why I, I'm surprised that other other areas where we live here are taking the downtown name because I knew at some point we were going to run into a place that wasn't downtown and Dora wouldn't work. It's actually designated outdoor refreshment is? area. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay. It's been adapted in other areas to be downtown. <laughs> okay. Um, we wanted to call it Laura. That would have been Levis. good. I love but we decided to stick with the Change actual it. name per the the legal, you know, stuff. So Allison is here because maybe you heard the story uh, a couple of times over the last few weeks. There is a Dora or mm-hmm. some kind of aura coming <laughs> to Perrysburg. And even I believe the mayor has supported Levis Commons getting it as opposed to the small strip of downtown getting it. Correct. Correct. So where it stands right now is both downtown Perrysburg and Levis Commons submitted applications for the permit. Uh, the, the mayor had to select one to forward to city council, and he selected Levis Commons. I can't speak on behalf of the mayor, but what I've read, his reasoning was that Levis has more establishments that um, have liquor permits. We're already designated as an entertainment district, and we have on-site cleaning and security to deal with the the repercussions of you know walking around with cups outside or they're right. going to end up on the road, that kind of thing. All of that would fall on the city if it was in downtown. So having it at Levis Commons, we've already got the infrastructure in place, as well as sort of already uh, natural boundaries to define the area right. where people can walk around with these cups. Like, it, it's all like it's all self-confined. Like no one's going to meander out to. I always forget what's the street where the light is. Uh, Route is twenty-five. It, no one's going to wander with. <laughs> I mean, if they have, they've had way too much to drink. Right. Right. But yeah, right. everything, everything is confined as it is. Correct. Um, and I, I think when I read the story a second time, the big thing was. Um, what you said about the mayor thinking you guys have the infrastructure in place to take care of the junk and security needs because mm-hmm. that's already there. And if he had to handle that for downtown, somebody's got to pay for that. Right. And ultimately, that would likely fall on the residents or the businesses or ultimately back on people there uh, paying to do it. So with you guys, it makes sense. It makes sense. We've we've got, like I said, the infrastructure's there. We've got a managing party to oversee it. Um, and the other thing that I'm seeing a lot of con- controversy about is 
they're they're think, they're looking at Levis Commons as this big corporate entity versus the small businesses in downtown Perrysburg. Right. And we obviously don't want to do anything that's detrimental to those small businesses in downtown Perrysburg. However, of the 13 liquor permit holders at Levis Commons, seven of them are locally owned. So we have seven mm. locally owned businesses there that have liquor permits that the this door will help support. Which is probably more than what's in downtown Perrysburg. Downtown, I believe they had five that okay. were included and part of the filing, so those, so yeah, and 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 twenty locally owned businesses total at Levis, so um, that includes stores, restaurants, all that stuff. So, um, you know, we're not. There's a lot of local business there to benefit from this as well. Uh, Alice is here from Levis Commons talking about the Dora that will likely happen there. Um, I know you know that malls are suffering, whether they're indoor or outdoor, and and um, they're. They're central points for communities, for shopping and much, much more. And I think having this there helps that, whereas downtown Perrysburg will continue to thrive with what it is. So this helps you guys there. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's su- malls are suffering in general. They're definitely shifting in mm-hmm. focus. The The apparel category is hurting. People are, are buying online mm. and and. All of the national retailers are making it easier to shop online and, and return things at the store. Um, they're shifting to more of a service category, an entertainment category. And with Levis Commons having that entertainment district designation already, this just helps push that forward and adds a little bit added ambiance to our events and things that we do. What's your vision for a, a Dora weekend, a Dora Saturday night, or a Friday night at Levis Commons like? You know, you know we'll, we'll continue on with our marketing in the way that we always have as an upscale shopping center, um, entertainment district. We don't we're not we're not planning any bar crawls. This is not intended to be where you know people are going to be drunk and walking down the streets. All those laws of public intoxication will still apply. What this will do is allow, for example, this weekend is our fine art fair. Someone can grab a glass of wine from Poco Piatti and go out and browse the art with their glass of wine. Um, we will continue to promote it as that upscale environment not not a drunken bar crowd i can now leave bar louis with my <laughs> beverage and then walk all the way down the fat fish or sit you on can. sit at one of the benches out uh in in the little area that's what's that little area before you get to the hotel in fat fish yeah the, the benchmark the, the entertainment district down there by the clock tower yeah, you can yeah. sit there and yeah. have the live music and yep. yeah all the the added ambience that Floyd, we offer and, and i will say this uh for those like naysayers or people who are like against the dora we we i remember when we brought it up in toledo there were a lot of people like there's so much more against it than mm-hmm. for it but now that we've have it and i'm knock on wood We've not ran into any problems. People, it's all about being respectful and being that responsible drinker. You know what I mean? Like if you, like you just said earlier, public intoxication, public intoxication laws still apply. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter if you're stumbling, Sally, but I have my Dora cup. No, you're still out in public, and you're still being stumbling, Sally, all across the street. Like so, I would say for those naysayers, like it's all about being responsible. And I will say, I love the the Levis common area you know what I mean so yeah, I'm th- for it there's a lot of rules and regulations um that will be com- constantly monitored in order to maintain the permit and the restaurants we're all gonna have to be responsible for making sure nobody leaves without right. that mm-hmm. designated cup it's 16 ounces at most that you can walk out with they're yeah. not walking down the street with a keg 16 ounces 16 of wine ounces. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it'll be a beer not but it's funny Floyd brings it up how everyone was expecting downtown toledo mm-hmm. to be stumbling bumbling drunks everywhere more people were i remember sitting in some of the meetings on the adam street and like on the board and there were so many people like it was like 
this is not going to happen because there's so many people against it, but they're like, but it worked out so it well. It did. People, it really did. We're so responsible that other areas have followed up. Sylvania, I think there's one in Finley coming yep. in now. You guys, yep. And and that and that's the thing. So there there can only be one permit in Perrysburg, whether it's yep. downtown or Levis, and downtown is 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 off the board for now. So it's it's Levis or it's not. That's where we're at right now. It's a yes or no to Levis. And with it, it's going to be coming to these outlying cities. I think in the next five years, every city, major city, anyways, is going to have a Dora area. We want to make sure that Perrysburg is on that board and Levis Commons is the right fit to make that happen. Uh, you mentioned the seven local places. I think you said Poco Piatti. Mm-hmm. What are some of the other that would fall under that liquor license? Um, it, well, we have we have 13 places that have a liquor license. The local ones would be like Poco Piatti, Blue Pacific Grill, Basil, Nagoya. Um Benchmark? Benchmark is local as well. Yep. Okay. Flying Joe, they now have a liquor permit. Do they? they? Do, yes, mm. they do like morning mimosas and fun stuff mm, like that. Floyd. So. And we have three hotels on site. <laughs> like Two of brunches. them have liquor permits. But this, yeah. this allows people that are staying at the hotel to get a drink to go and walk back to their hotel room. It's just yep. a lot of fun, a lot of um, added ambiance to the whole environment. It seems like it's going to be more of a, a, like, a vacation destination in like Northwest Ohio. Like I don't, I just don't see what... For me, I just don't see what the issue is. Like, I just, it seems perfect. for Especially for the area, like, you have fat fish there. and There will always be people complaining. I know, I know, internet. but I'm just saying, it just, it it seems, just like, seems so... Be, again, it's, I don't think it's so much that they don't want it at Levis. If they have to pick between the two, they're, they're pushing for downtown. But I'm hoping that with this interview and other ones that I've done, mm-hmm. that I can educate why, mm-hmm. where we're at in the process and um, why Levis Cummins is just a really good fit. And from my understanding, years ago, Perrysburg, downtown Perrysburg, was more of that bar scene. Mm-hmm. And they worked really hard to clean it up and make mm-hmm. it more of a classy restaurant-type location. And I, I think that's another thing that people are yeah. just kind of like, we don't want to go back to that. I like the fact, and I know you said that that uh, malls are shifting, and you guys have done a great job mm-hmm. with that. You know, To me, the, one of the marquee events that pops into my head is fantastic mm-hmm. over the years. And now you can enjoy a beverage with these things. Because places like you guys, I remember these... Do you still call them lifestyle centers? We do. Okay. We do. When lifestyle centers became a thing 15 years mm-hmm. ago, um, people started to realize, well, you can't do much, especially where we live for like eight months of the year sometimes. Yep. So anything to help help your bottom line, whether it's retail, restaurant, or just entertainment and nightlife during those months that you're open is good because like you said, these are local business owners, they're local employees, and yes, mm-hmm. there's the bar Louis of the world and the movie theaters, but anything to help you guys thrive during the months that you are you're you've, you can make the money, it's good. It's Absolutely. good for the community. Yep. Just brings people out so you mentioned fantastic as kids are playing in the sandbox dad can go in and get a craft beer and come out and sit or mom can have her glass of wine um we're still going to promote that family atmosphere if anything i think the door designation brings added it highlights the need for those restrictions and oversight to make sure that all those liquor laws and stuff are being followed yeah last thing tell me about the art fair this weekend Ooh, I know the art fair this weekend this is the 15th anniversary of the okay. the Levis Commons Fine Art Fair we have over 100 artists that will be up and down the boulevard all day Saturday and Sunday a kids area we have um, performing arts a fire show on Saturday which is super cool um, a kids art area come out make and take kind of a thing so yeah come out do some art shopping do some Levis Commons shopping grab some dinner and hang out almost every weekend I'd guess from spring through summer your busy season there, there's something going on outside every weekend with you guys 
guys, right? There's there's always, not always every weekend <laughs> outside, but between what we have going on outside and the different restaurants having live music and all that kind of stuff, there's just always activity going on out there. It's busy. Last question. Did Books A Million like officially change their name to BAM or BAM? Um, I think they're going through some sort of a marketing <laughs> shift. I mean, they've changed their, mar- their, their merchandise mix quite a bit from books to games and, yeah. and, and some apparel and all kinds of fun gifty stuff. But um, for me, it's BAM because Books A Million is just too much to say. <laughs> and I tried to count the books in there too to make sure that that's proper marketing. There's would. every bit of a million books in there <laughs> between there and online. Absolutely. Thanks for visiting. Thanks for having me. Hopefully, you don't have too much more drama with this stuff. It'll be a good thing for all Perrysburg. It's 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 a good thing. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, at seven forty-five with the morning reboot. We we have more Bachelorette drama. It's the it's is the, it from the Paradise? No, this is from Hannah. Oh, it's the story that keeps giving before eight o'clock. <laughs> Having these interesting thoughts about pink over the last 24 hours like what do you mean interesting 754 q105 the morning reboot she's aging in reverse she just did a right talk show overseas that said this is still there you go pink like like she just doesn't age at all I think it's because uh, I know a lot of people were going, went to the Back, Backstreet Boys show in Detroit last night. Mm-hmm. and Which I met I didn't know until I woke up this morning. I was like, not, oh. not a real fan. Like me. <laughs> me. I probably had the money to go anyway, so. I think I thought about, I've been thinking about Pink because I knew that show was coming and to me it's the same music, for, like the same, mm-hmm. that's when Pink got going. I mean, and it's two totally different Pinks, but the songs are always as good. She, she has, in a very sneaky way, had a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame career. It's oh, for sure. It's not as loud or as popular as Taylor Swift, but find me someone else who's been doing this for 20 years, cranking out different kinds of hits. I'll give you, I think I think it's not as loud, but I think she's up there popularity-wise because she. keep in mind, she was that anti-pop star who was a pop star back in the day, mm-hmm. and she got that cult following. Like th- these new These teenagers and new... Music listeners aren't. They're like, oh, I love this pink song, but like they don't. They don't know most girls pink or get the party started pink. You know what I mean? Unless they hear it in like a movie mm-hmm. and they shazam it. I'm like, no, you don't. Understand. This was like, pink was that person. Like, remember when she went blonde and we're like, what are you doing? Like, we were just like, why? Why are you not pink anymore? Because like that's where her name came from. But I always liked her her uniqueness. Yeah, for her, sure. And her individuality, beautiful, and like what she stands for. Uh, before we get to the Hannah Brown thing, the first teaser for Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon's upcoming Apple TV Plus drama, The Morning Show, uh, has come out. You can't see them, but you can hear them. Good morning. I'm bringing you some sad and upsetting news. First and foremost, I, want I am to a journalist. I can feel what the world needs. Guess what? America loves me. I'm just here to deliver the news to America. That's that's all I ever wanted to do. People get their horrible news delivered to the palm of their hand. Don't you ever question my integrity in my own house again. I feel that people are screaming for an honest conversation. I can guarantee well, I you are underestimating. The I think they want to know the person behind the I have to fight back. I'm not listening. I push. It's just my you nature. I don't need to justify anything. And they all want to be right. And we, and they all want to win. we are doing this together. my way. So it's a lot of that. Jennifer Aniston, Reese with Witherspoon and Steve Carell. You just hear their voices. It'll be on Apple TV Plus this fall. We don't know a launch date or a price yet for the streaming service. The show, Morning Show, uh, is based partly on CNN media reporter Brian Stelter's book, Top of the Morning, provides an inside look at the lives of people who help 
who help America wake up each morning exploring the unique challenges faced by the women and men who carry out this daily televised ritual. Mm. I, um, I saw that, I would say, lyric video trailer. Because Did you watch the video? A little bit, yeah. Yeah, they just scan like a newsroom and they're like, I'm into it. I because I've seen like some I watch entertainment tonight and like some stills from it. I'm interested in this show and I love Reese Witherspoon and Steve Carell. So, and Oprah's behind it. Come Is on she? now, yeah, she's a producer. So yes. Um, in the wake of the news that Shinleenum Hemsworth had called it quits, uh, Miley's been active on Instagram weighing in where her head is. Now, Liam has spoken out too. Now, there's two parts to this. When he was approached by the Daily Mail Australia and asked about the breakup, um, Liam, who was described as appearing downcast and emotional, responded, you don't understand what it's like. Uh, I don't want to talk about it, mate. But also on Instagram... Hi, all. Just a quick note to say that Miley and I have recently separated, and I wish her nothing but health and happiness going forward. He went on to share that their split is a private matter and that he will not be making any comments to any journalists or media outlets. Any quotes attributed to me are false. Peace and love. Sent by his PR person while he's eating bonbons in his brother's basement. I saw those pictures. That is a man who is heartbroken. I've seen the I saw it on Inside Edition. I saw it on Extra. I saw it on Entertainment Tonight. That is a man who is heartbroken and I don't blame him. He He's heartbroken. A decade of on and off love. Uh, That's a lifetime. I told you yesterday, that is a lifetime. I need you to do me a favor cuz I know you didn't see Avengers Endgame, but will you please look up Fat Thor? I know who he is. Okay, maybe they'll be Fat Liam. You never know. You never know. Based on those pictures, and as a chubby man myself, you go ahead and eat them pizza rolls. I'm not going to judge you. Eat your feelings. (laughs) Go ahead. Um, Hannah Brown is getting real about her post-struggles, or her her struggles post-Bachelorette. Now, I'm going to be slightly critical. Okay. Um... Look, I if she's in her feelings, that that's fine. But I my only criticism is you had to know this was going to come. You injected yourself in, <laughs> you, into that cauldron. Mm-hmm. Uh, honest policy. I'm struggling. Life is so different. Since last August, I've been a pageant queen, a bachelor contestant, and the bachelorette. I've been in love with multiple people. I got engaged. I broke off an engagement. I shared it with millions of people. My faith has been questioned. Um, simultaneously I've become a role model for young women and started bigger conversations around faith and sex I'm living on my own for the first time and shuffling through this life of next steps with press media and uh, opportunities galore I'm not complaining about the past year of adventures the woman who has emerged would shock the mirror image young girl from a year ago I have so many blessings to be thankful for however it's uncharted territory for me and it's been really hard for me to process what the heck is going on maybe I needed I needed write this out to remind myself I'm human and it's okay to be overwhelmed and maybe I just needed to remind you guys too. And my answer to that is yes. Hopefully writing it out was cathartic. Um, and go talk to someone. Go talk to someone. But I am warned. I mean, this is what you put yourself into. And uh, honestly, and I know um, people who work on these sets of reality shows, they do like psych evals on many of these people and then they come out with these feelings and like you said, you knew what you were getting yourself into. Like, you, I think you always, in your back of your mind, you have to be prepared for a backlash. Wouldn't you? Knowing, like, this is like... Not backlash, I, but just... No, I'm just saying, there's a... Maybe that's the wrong you terminology. You can't prepare yourself for something like that. But but you can, in a sense, because this is season 19 of The Bachelor and Bachelorette, so you know... But if you... But you know... 
but unless you've been through it, you've you you don't understand what like everything she described. Mm-hmm. Like no matter how beautiful she was, no matter how popular she was, she's never been through anything like that before. Where where America had a comment <laughs> on a thought on her every move and thought. But I feel like she's not the first bachelorette or bachelor to right. say this. So I'm right. like, why didn't you look at your your sorority or fraternity of brothers and sisters who are like? Hey girl, when the, when those cameras stop, it's either going to be let's follow Hannah everywhere and see what's going on, or we don't care anymore. Bye. Yeah. Luckily for her, her contestant is with the Hadid girl, Hadid, whatever. Tyler's with Gigi Hadid. Gigi Hadid. Yeah. Did I get the right one. Yeah, I'm yeah, mess, yeah. I mess up letters. I apologize, but like that's still keeping her name. And I hate to like be like a Broadway reference. Like Chicago, it's keeping her name is in the paper. I think we, you know what I mean? Because if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't care anymore. I think we read a couple of weeks ago. I forget who it was. There was one of these reality show contestants who talked about the the skyrocket to fame and then the plummet to nothingness mm-hmm. again, and how it affected his mental health. So you're right. I think they do conduct mental health evaluations for two reasons. One, to see if these people are strong enough to be on the show to see if anything's going on in there and two for kind of like background or intel to see where they can put these people to get them to go a little sideways right right jumping Um, fences and that's why look windmills i I hope she's okay maybe this will you know she continue to do good and advocate for certain things please go get your everyone should have a therapist but you know like i don't put myself in a position to feel crummy like once every six weeks. Right. Um, there are just things that, that, that trigger it and activate the depression. She plunged herself into this cauldron of fiery emotions. And don't get me wrong. Like, I, I get where her statement's coming from, so I don't want anyone to be like, how dare you? You don't understand what she's going through. But, like, I feel like this, and I'm not a huge Bachelorette or Bachelor fan, so someone correct me. I felt like they threw her in certain situations that mm-hmm. I have never even heard of on this show ever even like on big brother or the real world yep. you know what i mean like reality shows that i'm used to watching i felt like they in a sense they set her up for failure and she just kind of went along for the ride i think this is where the statement's coming from like whoa here's what i'll say i hope the followers were worth it right exactly exactly 803 with the morning reboot panel full of ladies that means you uh will be calling in in just a couple of minutes less than 15 minutes and then in about 17 minutes uh we'll get you qualified to fly away at anywhere on q105 q105 i just thought of something funny 817 q105 the morning reboot so uh floyd has an abscess on his back Wow. There is a Just throwing it out. There. there is a dressing on the area. And as he was walking over and Allison from Levis Commons out, you said you were like uh like <laughs> looked in the mirror and go, Oh my gosh. And I just called you Quasimodo and we can call you the hunchback of Notre Dame. The hunchback? Hunchback. The hunchback. I'm okay with that. Okay. That's fine. That's wrong. We don't talk about color here. We don't talk about hunches. Yes. <laughs> Hi Amber, good morning. Good morning. Panel full of ladies. You're 34 married with one kid in South Toledo, right? Correct. Awesome. Let's bring up Liz. Hi, Liz. Hi. Liz is 27, single from BG, no kids, right? Right. And last up is Abby. Hi, Abby. Hi, guys. 37, married, Toledo, no kids. First things first, uh, we've talked a lot about Missy Elliott today. Amber, what is your favorite Missy Elliott song? Oh... I don't know. I like pretty much all of her music. I don't really have a 
a favorite. Okay. Liz, what about your favorite Missy Elliott song? Oh, man. Oh, I might have to pass. What? I have a blank in this morning. I can't think of any of them. All right, well, we're off to a, <laughs> we're off to a very indecisive Abby, start. it's up to you to save us. Yes. Oh, work it and super-duper fly. There we Ooh, go. Oh, yeah. You saved the, saved the question. All right, Amber, back to you. How do you keep track of everything you need to do in your day? Calendar, to-do list, personal assistant? Um, Pretty much all of the above. <laughs> I have a... I have a running to-do list. I have a ca- Google Calendar. I have, at, when I'm at work, my uh, the people I work with will be like, hey, did you remember to do X, Y, or Z? And I'm like, no, I didn't. I'll get to that. Sorry. Okay. So, yeah, pretty much all of the above. Is your, is your Google Calendar merged with your husband's? He doesn't have one because um, other than going to work and taking care of our kid, he doesn't really have much on his calendar. Okay. Uh, Liz, what do you do? How do you keep make sure you keep track of everything in your day? I have a calendar on my work computer. I have a physical calendar at home. I have the calendar in my phone. So I try to keep track through all of those. Is the physical calendar like a, a big one that you can write on or like a small yep. flip calendar? Big one. Okay. Big one Very organized. Abby, what about you? How do you keep track of everything in your day? Um, I make to-do lists like two or three times a day at work. But I also have an Outlook calendar that tells me, like, this has to be done today. You know, you scheduled this, blah, 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 this meeting today. Okay. Um, Amber, how much input do you have on his hair and grooming? I actually cut my husband's hair at home. So 100%. Yeah. What about, like, facial hair? Um, I've told him in the past that I can't be with him anymore if he shaves off his goatee because it, he looks so young because it looks like I'm da- like I'm married to a 12 year old if he shaves off the goatee so I'm like no 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 that's gotta stay sorry 100%, sweetie 100% 100% uh, Liz when you're dating someone how much input do you like to have on their uh, their grooming well unfortunately I have had zero and that's interesting okay Abby um I have very little control. <laughs> Does that bother you? Um, no. He, I mean, he's gotten the boys cut since he's six, and he's stuck with that. So. Okay. Oh, wow. Really creative there. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I know. All right. Last question. Amber, where is the riskiest place you've been intimate? Um, not really anywhere. <laughs> I just, I guess my living room. Okay, that's risky. The kids can just walk in. Liz, what about you? Riskiest place you've ever been intimate? Ex's brother's basement. Ex's brother's basement. That's almost like Donna's basement. How dare you? Abby, what about you? Riskiest place you've ever been intimate? Um, so many to choose from. Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, um, everywhere. Come on, Abby. Uh, come on, Abby. <laughs> <laughs> the bathroom at Walmart. Sure. Yes. No. Um, <laughs> no, Amber, <laughs> Amber, Liz, and Abby, this was a very modest panel full of ladies. Thank I you, love it. Thank you, ladies, for calling in. Have a good rest of your week, everybody. Bye. 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 All right. Now I am locking up the phones. Super duper. No, sock it to them. It's my favorite.
Really? Boom, bum, 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 bum. It's because he's Mega Man in the video. Mine, I think Gossip Folks. Ooh. Boom, boom. Kizzard, kizzard, kizzard. Uh, <laughs> you, the phones are unlocked. We'll take caller 10 right now to qualify you for our flyaway to anywhere. Thanks to American Airlines, Toledo Express, Lucas County Port Authority, uh, Alan Chevrolet and the Buckeye Wolverine Shop. Caller 10 is qualified to fly away to anywhere. 419-240-1055. You miss out now on caller 10. 1220 with Russ, 420 with Johnny. Caller 10 now to Q105. Good luck. 835 on Q105. That music means our friend, our pop culture superhero, whose birthday it is today. Happy birthday! Thank you so very much. You're a wizard, Jeffy! (laughs) Jeffy McGee is here, and we're going to dive literally into Mm -hmm. things today. Yep, because this weekend, the sequel, the the unlikely sequel to 47 Meters Down, I never would have expected that there would be enough demand but then again the shark movie always has that appeal doesn't it for some reason whether they're high budget low budget or somewhere in between the shark movie always seems to draw money and so they're making a sequel to that and so this week we've decided to go into the depths we're going to make ocean-based movies and for the record i did not cheat and put an ocean's 11 movie on this i could have i thought about it but I did I w- not. So. I wonder if like actors get a script for a shark movie and they don't even read it. They just go, "Do I die?" Yeah, pretty much. Like, you you want to be in a shark movie to die, right? You want to be that person. You want the most gruesome bite death I think, ever. I think they ask, the same. "Has the check cashed already?" <laughs> right. And the thing of it is, is that they're really cheap to make a lot of the time because you don't need a lot of extended views of the shark. Why? Because this is one instance where your monster is underneath the surface 99% of the time. I'm surprised no one has tapped into like the parody shark movies yet. Megalodon! You don't think Sharknado is a parody movie? movie? I haven't seen that either but I'm just saying like like a scene they hear the music they're like you have that the black friend is like oh girl you about to die. Get out that water I hear the music. Let's get moving if we could. Let's get moving. Now we're going to get into movies set in the open water and no Mm. open water is not one of them as we go to number one on the list please. Woo-hoo! All right, Dory. Finding me. Oh, oh my one God! You didn't even need dialogue. I work with children. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny is that that trailer doesn't even have any footage from the actual movie. It's just the two characters talking. It was the first teaser trailer. Yeah. Well done. All right. So Floyd one. Eric, I'm sorry, uh, but no, no, no. You might might have a chance here. So we can start with number two, please. Legend has it that one day. A new king will come who will use the power oh, of the planet. Very well done. <laughs> Very well done, Eric. Context that, is king. <laughs> didn't even get to the part where they're like, a king will come with a trident and things like that. You just you know, heard the ponderous narration and you had, figured it had to be Aquaman, apparently. All right, well done on that one. Mm. So we have a tie very early <laughs> on from both of them as we go to number three on the list, please. The future. The polar ice caps have melted. I don't know. A Pacific Rim. Ah! a watery grave. I don't know. Those who survived. Waterworld. That's Waterworld. Oh, okay. I, like, I, I, I totally lost track. I was like, I why, why did you movie. buzz in if you didn't know? You buzzed in and you're like, ah! I'm like, as, if, as if I grabbed your hand and forced you to buzz in. Well, it sounded like a, 
of the Transformer thingies. No, Jeff, wasn't that one of the most expensive movies ever? At the time, it was two hundred million dollars, which of course now is a modest budget for a Transformers <laughs> right. movie. But, but at the time, it was basically the most. And the thing of it is, is that if it hadn't cost that much, it actually didn't do relatively bad at the box office. It made over a hundred million. But when you spend two hundred million to make over a hundred million, yeah. there's a problem. All right, so Eric, two, Floyd, one, number four on the list, please. This I haven't seen in years. This That's is- Little Mermaid. Yeah. <laughs> You 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 just heard it based upon that one voice. You yeah, got it's so, scuttle. All right, very well done. All right, so, I'm so excited. <laughs> so, These have been very competitive lately. So, but so far, Floyd's got both of the Disney flicks on lock, and you've got both of the others on lock. So here we go. So we have a tie game as we go to number five on the list, please. I'm going back out. What? I'm headed east. The Flemish cat. Can't go away again. Flemish cap is almost off the charts. That's where the fish are. For God's sake, don't Uh-oh. go. Another trip in the Andrew can't, Deal. <laughs> can't remember the name. George Clooney. Yes, it is. Mark Wahlberg. Yes, it is. What's the name? The disaster movie with the no. wings. Oh! Ah! Floyd? What? I know it too. You said the, 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 with the wave and it the threw Boston, me off. The there we are done. The perfect, perfect storm, storm, gentlemen. Oh. That is the perfect storm. I'm sorry. Poop nugget. You That's, both know the movie, but you don't know the name of the movie. That okay. final scene with the boat going up, yep. that giant wave is terrifying. Yep, yep, yep. And Damn. it's you know, basically it's one of those times where I don't know if anybody going into the theaters were really sold on the fact that this story might not have a happy ending and a lot of people came away a little bit disturbed by that so and they, it w- was it based on a true story it was based on a true story but a lot of it's conjecture because they don't know what happened to the <laughs> ship it, i mean i mean it it disappeared we know what happened to it but we don't know the specifics of what happened to they it they haven't so. found it correct so oh, okay all right so still tied at two as we go to number six on this please hello Bobby. they've taken elizabeth welcome aboard the black pearl ah! Pirates of the Caribbean. Pirates of the Caribbean. I, it was a tie. What are you talking about? You didn't buzz in. I did. I did. That. No, you didn't do. You didn't do My anything. My hand hurts for no reason. Then. Yeah, your hand doesn't hurt at all because your your hand did not go on the on the uh, desk. I saw that. So. Not during I'm, Gay Pride Week. I'm, <laughs> I'm glad I didn't have to give you which one. Uh, no, you. you it was the first one in the le- in the series, and it was the one that was prompt, commonly just called Pirates of the Caribbean. I will accept Pirates of the Caribbean Thank as the you. name. Thank you. So, all right, so. You can still tie, Floyd, as we go to number seven on the list. That's Titanic. That's Titanic. (laughs) (laughs) It's like he knew. Oh, wow. During Gay Pride Week? Yes. You cannot play a Celine Dion song and expect me not to rise to the occasion. Something supernatural came over him. Pretty much. Well, I mean, you got to be honest here. I mean, what else was I going to put on there? Maybe Moana, I think. Maybe at some level. I I would have got that, too. I know you would have. It would have been a tight race. If you would have done Deep Blue Sea. Yeah, I was thinking about, but I decided, I specifically decided to avoid shark movies on this list because we've done a lot of shark movies, especially Jaws. We've done Jaws so often, I did not want to put Jaws on here. You put a shark tail in there. Possible? Would you have gotten Shark yeah. Tale? Car you guys wash. didn't get Perfect Storm. <laughs> uh, it's eight forty-two. It's the morning reboot. Uh, more with Jeffy McGee. Things to watch, stream, and download on the way. Q one hundred and five traffic. It's eight fifty-four. Final few minutes here with our friend Jeffy McGee, the birthday boy. Um, 
I would, if you would allow me, uh, by the way, Q105, the morning reboot, uh, The Terror returned last night. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite shows of the last few years. Really? Yeah. I, I haven't had a chance to check it out yet. How, you know, in terms of like, like in terms, if you're trying to pitch it to somebody who hadn't, hasn't seen it yet before, what would you try and say in terms of like getting people into it? Uh, it's supernatural stuff. Uh, it, 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 I'm honestly the best thing, especially since a lot of people get into Chernobyl over the summer. Mm. If you like that, you'll like this. It was also a big night in terms of like wrapping up uh, basically non-Disney canon Marvel shows because Legion wrapped up its three-season run last night. A very controversial run but uh, with a lot of ups and downs, but all things considered, it was a very ambitious show mm-hmm. for the short time it was on the air. So, so you know, all things... Everything is now under the auspices of what Disney's going to do. They've already announced they're doing like uh, the Ghost Rider series and things like that, which will debut on Hulu. And then I'm assuming eventually migrate over to the Disney Plus network. And now that that's going to be part of that, although that's all one big happy family, of course. Mm-hmm. So, but let's get to some other stuff you can find streaming online uh, as of this week. Now starting on Netflix. Uh, for those of you who are going to check out the new uh, Hulu series of Four Weddings and a Funeral, the original movie, the 1994 film with Hugh Grant that made, basically put him on the pop culture map mm. is available on Netflix right now, as is one of the all-time classic comedies, Groundhog Day, the original movie with Bill Murray. Did you know they're making a video game sequel to that? Video game? <laughs> yeah, they're what? making a, not only a video game, a VR video game sequel to that, so, where mm. you, you play as his his son who goes going through the same thing in Punxsutawney. It's an interesting idea. I haven't heard much about it since it was announced, but it's interesting that that's out there. Also, Panic Room, the thriller with Jodie Foster from the early 2000s is on Netflix as we speak. On Amazon, I want to give a shout out to 300, the movie that basically put Zack Snyder on the map as a director. The uh, movie about the Spartans that defended their shores uh, um, in the uh, battle of, shoot, what was that battle's name? You know what I'm talking about, though. I do. I don't remember Where the 300 fought against the thousands. So, <laughs> Also, Hackers, which is one of the early films in the career of uh, Angelina yep. Jolie in ni- mid uh, the mid-90s, 1995 to be specific. It was one of those movies that was made basically as a, oh my gosh, hacking is hot right now, right. so we're just going to make this movie and make it try and make it sexy as well. Didn't work. Uh, also, do you remember these movies? A very Brady sequel. I do. Yeah, and, and mm-hmm. yeah, they they were ridiculously silly, but they were a fun, ridiculously silly back from in the nineties. Uh, and then on Hulu, I want to give a shout out to this one just because I remember it vividly. It came out on my birthday in two thousand four. Alien versus Predator came out that <laughs> oh. day. <laughs> do you remember that one? I do. I never seen it, but I do remember it. The PG thirteen oh. Alien and Predator movie, which you know may have been a bit of a misnomer and a mistake to try and make it like that. Also, Indecent Proposal. Do you remember this one from the early 90s with Demi Moore? I do. I wasn't allowed to watch it. Really? I was too young. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) For those of you who haven't seen the plot, basically uh, Robert Redford uh, offers a million dollars to a couple played by Demi Moore and Woody Harrelson to have a night with Demi Moore. So basically, it it becomes the moral quandary about about such things. And it it was kind of controversial at the time. Now it's anybody's internet conversation. (laughs) And also uh, on uh, Hulu, another Woody Harrelson movie, another classic, White Men Can't Jump, also from 1992. And uh, if if you've never seen that one, you really have to check it out. It's one of the great... Uh, comedies of the early 90s. Uh, Family Picks. On Netflix right now, 
Rocco's Modern Life. <gasps> has Wait, a one, I'm so ready. Has a one episode return. Who knows if there may be leading to more after this, but it's getting very good reviews actually for what it is. Because not only a revival, it's a commentary on revivals. It basically mm. is, a, is a story all about how weird it is that we're having all these revivals <laughs> right now. Uh, also on Amazon, a family pick for you. Speaking of Bill Murray larger than life do you remember this one this was a weird family movie he made in the mid 90s Bill Murray did yeah with him and an elephant (laughs) it must have skipped through yeah basically it was open and closed it didn't really do much but I just wanted to give it a shout out just because it was there last thing Jeff last thing new on video on demand right now Rocket Man from earlier this summer which kind of didn't do huge numbers but was very well received Mm -hmm. if you wanted to check out the Elton John life story you can check that out with Taron Edgerton with a great performance All right, 859 on the morning reboot tweet 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 they didn't tweet it but they sure liked it the morning reboot's most liked tweet of the morning on Q105 I'm adding some to this but family member at a cookout here we go oh I gotta find my thing you still gay me no, I forgot to pay my gay bill this month, so they cut me off. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, That's totally a Floyd response. This is from a uh, guy that I know on Twitter. His name is Zack Snyder. No, no K. And he, whenever there's a Zack Snyder thing, he re- he repeatedly gets tweets. Yeah. But this is a good one. Forget millennial, Gen X, baby boomer. There are only three generations: those who will always wear their cell phone on their belt, those who may have in the past but never will again, and those who never have and never will. <laughs> Oh, remember I had that cell phone thing with the belt buckle? No. Remember my otter box I got? You said, take that oh, off. It's hideous. Yes. I said, it came with a belt buckle, yeah. too. <laughs> <laughs> I was so proud of it. Nine o'clock. Text Eric to 419-240-1055 to get our podcast posted before 10 a.m. at 1220. Russell, get you qualified to fly away to anywhere. Q105 Studios, sponsored by Nationwide 